720 WGN High atop Chicago in the Skyline Studio and excited to have on the line the physical embodiment of automotive entertainment. He is live on national TV and with a thousand cars in living color in person at the Schaumburg Convention Center coming up October 13th through the 15th. The one and only John Craman. Welcome to WGN. Hey, Dane. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be talking with you again. Oh, well, you know what it means. Like the bat signal is out. <laughs> Fans hear this. They know that those cars are coming, that you will be there not only with great opportunities to get some cars, but to see all of those great automobiles and then that entertainment value that you guys build in. You know, that's well said. There's something very, very special about the excitement that gets generated at Amigam Auction. We begin to think that it's all about the cars and the amount of dollar volume that's being generated, which is in the millions of dollars. But there is a just a feel-good atmosphere at any Mecham auction, especially when we get to uh, our annual Chicago auction here in the fall, because what it represents for all of us is with our headquarters up in Walworth, Wisconsin, a chance for us to have a homecoming. Of course, we've got auctions scattered all over the entire country, quite far away from our headquarters. So this is a chance for a lot of our friends and family and folks like that to come out, hang out with us, see what we do literally in everybody's backyards. And this is an event we look forward to every year. And the cars are incredible. Coming up, it is at the Schomburg Convention Center. For those people, the listeners that may not be as familiar with that, it is centrally located as a great facility. It's not so big. It's easy to get around. I mean, it's really a perfect place to have this. It's a fantastic venue. It's uh, literally right across the street from the uh, Woodfield Mall. And the folks there at the Schomburg Convention Center always take really, really good care of us. I want to make it clear to everybody that's listening that Mika Auctions really welcomes and embraces spectators coming. You don't have to be a buyer or a seller. You can come out, you can buy a ticket at the door. It's only $30 to get in. You can see see all the cars. You can sit in the stands, watch the action. Uh, some folks have described it as the best car show they've ever attended. I like to call it car show with a pulse because there's so much going on other than just you know, almost a thousand great cars on display. It's much more than that. Yeah. Well, you think about it, it's great that, that you mentioned that too. 85% of the people. So for anybody out there thinking, Hey, you know what? I'm a car fan. I love cars. would love to see him see him up close and in person, but I don't have dollars to do that. 85% of the people that attend these are not the car buyers. And so it's a car show. It's a museum. I think it's fun. It's family friendly too. I think that's important to note. You mentioned the $30. I think it's a $20 online and I think kids 12 and under yep. are free. So it's the whole family enjoying these. All correct. Yeah, get your tickets in advance at Meekum.com in in, in advance of the start of the auction. Uh, They're only, like you say, they're 20 bucks. But if you just wait for the last minute to come up, no problem, 30 bucks. We don't ever sell out. And really encourage the kids as well. And as you said, 12 and under, completely free. And, you know, even beyond that, it's a, you know, the automotive landscape, game, as you know, is changing so rapidly. But there's such an interest, and I would say even a heightened interest in cars of our past, vintage cars. As some of us are kind of, you relive the glory days of our youth. Some of us want to revisit that time period. Some of us have identified really cool cars from the past, something that we want today. And Mecham Auctions, uh, you know, traditionally since we since we first started back in 1988, now we've grown to be, of course, the world's largest electric car auction company. We've got something for everyone. You know, at our Chicago Schomburg Auction, we'll have, Cars for $5,000, and we're going to have cars well over $100,000.
Yep, and there's financing available in there. So there's a way to go ahead and make it happen, exactly. John. And you've been in and around this and have your hand on the pulse of so much of it. It's kind of hard to figure out which one of those cars are going to have that <laughs> romantic attachment with people because some are undeniable, right? Those muscle cars, those were classics from the get-go right off of the line. But some things like the Broncos, those were kind of regular cars. And if you have one now, wow, you're lucky. And even the manufacturers go back and try to recreate that. But are there any that are like on the horizon that you're seeing like, hey, watch out for these guys? Well, yes, and that's interesting that you say that because, you know, we identified, oh, maybe going back about 10 or 12 years that vintage trucks and SUVs were going to become a real viable part of the collector car world that was previously dominated with primarily muscle cars from the 60s, early 70s. Corvettes have always been strong. The 50s, chrome and thin era cars, the really cool pre-war classics, that's sort of been the bedrock or the foundation of the collector car world. But as I mentioned, trucks, and as you mentioned, trucks, SUVs, Broncos, Blazers, International Scouts, trucks of all types. And now we're seeing a new generation of enthusiasts getting involved in cars from the 80s and the 90s and prices of really good examples of Toyota Supras and Acura NSXs and Fox Body Mustangs and third and fourth generation Camaros and Firebirds that used to just sort of be cars that were languishing. They are really, we're seeing a lot more of them and the prices are just incredible. The market's never been hotter. Prices never been higher. And we don't think, you know, being, you know, studying this nonstop, we don't think that this trend is going to end. There's so much passion and interest in just a limited amount of great cars to pick from. You know, as a kid, my first car, actually, I don't know if I ever heard your first car, John Craven, maybe we'll get it from you in just a second, was a 74 Monte Carlo. And those were like, it was a cool, I mean, it was a cool car, (laughs) but it was like about 40 feet long and, um, and it was pretty normal and pretty ordinary and pretty affordable. And now you look back, that's one of those for me where I'm like, Hey, I wish I had that back. So for you, is there, is there, I mean, I know you have an extensive collection. You do this all the time, but is there a car from your childhood that may not be something conventionally desirable that you're saying, I wish I had that back? Well, I've got just a very short story for you that I think a lot of a lot of your listeners that have had passion with cars for their whole life will resonate with. My very first car was a 66 Pontiac Tempest, and I owned that car for six years and really enjoyed it. Uh, that was my high school car and then my post-high school car as well. But when I was 19, this would have been, let's see, this would have been July of 1976. I was 19 years old. I bought a 1964 Pontiac GTO, referred to by most people as the original muscle car. Kind of started the trend. That can be argued, but certainly that's the car that put muscle cars into the mainstream. I bought this car, and it's just like the song, Three Deuces and a Four Speed and a 389. I'm a hit song uh, back in the mid-60s by Ronnie and the Daytonas. And I've kept that car, Dane, all these years. I still own that exact what? car today. I never sold it. Oh. So no regrets on that one, brother. Oh, oh. so, okay, you're the aspirational <laughs> example for us to follow in the footsteps. For those who did not do that, did not save a, a garage bay for their entire life for that car, you can get to Meekum uh, Auctions coming up in Schaumburg on the 13th to the 15th. Also, I think there's a another show happening in Chattanooga, too, at the same time. So you'll be kind of simul-selling at that time. And so one thing to have those great models and makes one is when you can add a little provenance to it for chicago there's something i think um dave majors was telling me there's a there's a special rolls royce right it's purple and it's got some history yeah from the brocks family the candy folks and uh a real uh, interesting part of uh chicago 
history, recommend to folks to go ahead and Google kind of the history of the Brock family and the, the disappearance of uh, a very prominent family member of that family with some supposed mob ties. And we've got her Rolls Royce coming to auction. So really fun to every once in a while sort of tap into pop culture as well as just the automotive history and culture. I mean, last question. This wasn't necessarily on the list, but you have somewhere it's, you know, in a Paul Newman car, something where you've got somebody with a racing background or, or a celebrity or a movie star or thing like that. But you mentioned a little bit of sort of the crime thing. Chicago has some street cred on the crime side, and that's part of our DNA, like it or not, right? Those are tourist attractions. Do those ever come up where you have like, a, you know, like Al Capone's car and it is actually valuable because of who had it? You know, as the world's largest car auction company handling, you know, well over 35,000 entries annually, we see everything literally from A to Z. Celebrity-owned cars, cars that were previously owned by not necessarily a celebrity, but maybe by a, you know, high-ranking business executive. Just everything running the gamut A to Z. And it's, you know, really fun being involved with this company since 2006. You literally never know what consignment is going to be entered and what the history is going to be. And that's the, that's the other part of it. Like I said earlier, that connection with, with pop culture and American history, tying into the history of the automobile, any time that you can start combining those ingredients together, it heightens interest, and it also brings the price up of the entries. All a reason to show up in person. There's no substitute for seeing it, being there close. If you can't enjoy John Craven on television, national television, I think it's an NBC broadcast that you guys do with that. And it is compelling TV. Of course, all that business happening, but it is great to watch as well. And one of the biggest stars, before we let you go, and of course, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com, is Jim Cornelison, the beloved voice of the Blackhawks and also, you know, racing fans for he sings back home in Indiana for the Indianapolis 500. He is there with you guys as well. Oh man, the anthem singer Jim is absolutely an American treasure. And to have Jim uh, start off Beacom Auctions with his rendition of Star Spangled Banner is is indescribable. Most of the people listening have heard Jim either on television or in person at a variety of events in the Chicagoland area and at the Indianapolis 500 as well. Back home again in Indiana, he does that. What an incredible guy, and that is really one of the highlights. And a special give a little bit of a little bit of a reveal. We always do a nice nod and tribute to the veterans in the crowd during the national anthem as well. And and uh, we love having Jim part of Beacom Auctions. We've gotten to be really good friends with him as well, and he's as gracious and as cool as a guy as he is a talented vocalist. You have a big attraction there. You get a chance to see him as well as all of those automobiles right. as well. So Jim Cornelius and you. You've got a thousand cars. You've got John Crane, and you can't beat it. Again, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com. So, John, I know you got a lot to do for the home game to get out there. People will be loving to say hi to you as you say hi to people and their new vehicles. And uh, thanks for jumping on the show today. Hey, man, always a pleasure, Dane. Thanks so much, buddy.